0: Welcome into the counter show. Welcome in, friends, subscribers, members of the audience, and all that sort of good stuff. Me and my good friend over here, Keith, would like to say good good day to you guys. How are you today? Hey, Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. 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 Yeah. Hope everybody's (laughs) doing well. Uh, We are. We're doing fine. We're trying to get through some technical difficulties here this morning, but we're going to do just fine. And um, I blame been, Ford. I blame Ford too. <laughs> and, and you guys will understand that here just a bit. Let's uh so on the show today, folks. Um coming up on today's Coming show. up on today's show, uh we've got a few interesting things uh to cover. First and foremost, uh as you guys probably know that um there is a seventy-fifth anniversary Ram power wagon. Uh, that's due out uh, in I think late 2021 20, or some of that somewhere around that neighborhood um we're, so we're going to get into that a little bit uh we're also going to talk about a little uh movie that that recently came out um that's uh circulates around uh, the 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 Ford Bronco and speaking of the Ford Bronco we're going to get into um uh, trying to finalize this reservation that uh Keith and Sideshot made several several episodes back on the new Ford Bronco and we're going to I think we're we're supposed to be able to go in and and get that thing changed and configured the way we want it so we're going to give that a shot. And we'll see what happens with if, that.
1: So, yeah, if I can get around Ford's weird Yeah, like, yeah, you'll you'll order system.
0: Yeah, we'll you'll figure all that out, but um anyway, so uh first of all, we'd like to uh Say thanks to everybody for listening and um, subscribing to our podcast and also subscribing to our YouTube channel. Uh, let me go ahead and let you guys know where you can find us. Uh, you can find us over on uh, Um You can click on the podcast link there. That'll get you uh, to every uh, um, platform that, that you might want to choose, whether it be Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever um your flavor is there you can do that um, if you want to follow us on facebook you can go to facebook.com forward slash uh, parts kind gurus give us a like uh share tell a friend do whatever you need to do there uh you can check us out over on instagram.com that's instagram.com forward slash the parts kind of gurus um follow us over on twitter uh, we are at the counter show um also youtube.com forward slash the parts counter gurus or just parts counter gurus and um while you were there please subscribe hit that subscribe button please we live and die by that and thank you because some of you are listening we're starting to gain some momentum there and we really appreciate it we have a lot lar- we have a goal and um we're getting closer to it every subscription helps remember it's free to you it's prices to us so Thank you for everything. We appreciate it. And we'll get into a few other things a little later on. So so where do we want to start this thing, Keith?
1: Uh, by the way, Jay, couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. Oh, well, um, thank you.
0: Nice hat, by the way.
1: Yeah. Got that from a friend. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I want to get right into this power wagon thing. Yeah.
0: Interesting, isn't Can it? we? Yeah, we absolutely can. Um, so now
1: I heard about this from... from Our friends at SEMA, Mm -hmm. but uh, we are looking at an article on Motor One. Right. And um, so, so first of all, 75th anniversary Power Wagon. If you don't know what the Power Wagon is, it's a special version of the Ram truck. Now, I don't think they've been actually making the Power Wagon for 75 years. I know they were quite popular in the 70s. Um, um, yeah, you know,
0: they did bring bring it back. Um, it's been back a couple times. Yeah, it's been back a few times, like in the uh, mid-2000s uh, and on is when it really came back. But that's interesting you bring that up because if you remember, everything was kind of badged under Dodge. Um, Correct. But in 2010, amidst all of the changes that that Dodge... Chrysler has has gone through and because they decided, uh, you know yeah they decided to basically segregate their their truck line from the Dodge badge and it's You mean from from <laughs> Fiat? Yeah, those guys. <laughs> wait, wait. So we don't want our
1: our Power Wagon being associated with it, Fiat.
0: Exactly. We don't. Is that what
1: you're saying, Jay?
0: Exactly. So they they rebadged <laughs> it back to you know and, and they just kind of adopted the Ram um, name instead of calling it just a you know a Dodge Ram truck uh they call it it's just a Ram brand now so they rebranded yeah. it and i actually think it was a good move for them um, dodge was getting a lot of flack through those years and they've improved upon their their truck line i think tremendously they they offer the the Hemi's uh the 57 Hemi and the 64 now, what I dug into a little bit was the, um, they're not really doing a whole heck of a lot uh, you know, with the engine itself. Um, that's still going to be the 6.4-liter Hemi, um, which is nothing different than what they've been using that 6.4 since 2014. Um, from 2011 through 2013 in the Ram trucks, and they actually call it a Ram Power Wagon. Um, 2011 through 2013 was the uh, 5.7 Hemi. Um. So, and
1: by the way, a follow up. It it looks like they have been making power wagons since the late 1940s, uh, and they were used as military trucks in World War II. So, I stand corrected there. Um, yeah. So, you know, this is kind of a. Uh, almost like you know toyota has their trd versions or ford has the raptor right um uh gm on their on their silverado has a trail boss so it looks to me from what we're seeing here in the spy shots that th- they're kind of just going high end on the accessories so it would be almost i mean they you know they don't really have a mopar version of the you know of their of their sports trucks but Uh, You're getting all the high-end components like you would on a TRD or on that trail boss, and they're focusing heavily, from what I see here, on the off-road capabilities. Correct. Are you seeing that as well?
0: I am seeing this as well, but they're also making it pretty darn utilitarian. I'm happy to see that they maintain the, uh, you know, they have those bed compartments, those bed boxes, if you will. If you'll see on Yeah, the gun box on yep, the side. Yep, Is that what you're talking yep, about? Yep. I love it. I think it's um, it's well utilized space uh, for these vehicles. Makes sense. Um, you know, for the it's a quad cab on the on the excuse me, the one we oh, eh. The one we're looking at. Um, and which it's uh were the old one's quad cab as well? Do you remember? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm looking um, at some of the earlier models that were military versions, and they were not. Um, I don't see. think so. No. Um, but I know that storage
1: box on the bed, you know, that was a, kind of a popular, like, when they started doing that, a lot of a lot of people went, yeah, why hasn't somebody else done this before? It's just unused space up there above the wheel well. Right. And... Um, if you've ever watched the the show Longmire, which I think is a Netflix show, um, it's kind of a western sheriff kind of thing. It's supposed to be set, set in Wyoming. Uh, they use one of these Ram trucks, and they actually keep their, you know, the sheriff keeps his, like, shotgun in there. Right. Um, but, yeah, the front end. It's such
0: a cool-looking uh, truck. Looks like it's got a direct interface for a winch, if I'm not mistaken. It is. It appears to be so. Um, of course the the you know the uh the front end is is it's very utilitarian I mean you could pull some stuff yep. you can pull some it's, stuff uh, the out one of some we're ditches. looking at's a three quarter ton class that's right um so yeah you so, know what's cool uh, what's cool about that vehicle the history on that thing man I mean these things were used for ambulances, wreckers I mean just all over the place with with which with what they were used for commercially but also for personal usage man and it be, that's why it became such a big fan favorite was its capabilities and the you know with the 4x4 and you know basically the military jumped all over that thing so um, you know them bringing this 20 75th anniversary back out and you know I, with the details that we're seeing it, it it should be a pretty pretty decent decent um, version now did you get any price information on this thing was there any speculation on the price
1: i have not seen anything uh they're talking because they made almost no effort to camouflage this thing Mm -hmm. Uh, i think it was spied in detroit right the rumor is that well i should say the expectation is they're going to probably start taking orders for this thing very soon maybe by the end of the year yeah that's what i heard they're really not making any effort to hide it so it's got to be pretty close to um, to at least a pre-order, and certainly the pre-order thing has
0: just been wildly popular lately. Right. So, and by yeah. the way, for you tech-happy, tech heavy people, it's still going to come with a loaded um, cab with all the technology you need, 12-inch Uconnect infotainment screen. Um, they actually have added some off-road pages that are featured in the uh the app cluster a harman card and 17 speakers sound system um so this ain't your this ain't your your grandfather's power wagon
1: yeah it's gonna have to have the best of the best that that ram can put in their trucks i mean it, it's gonna have to it's gonna have to go high end uh you know if it's gonna be a an anniversary edition it will probably get a special paint color. Yeah, would be my expectation. Ooh, I hope or, so, man. Or, or a, a paint scheme. You know, it'll it'll have a branding and a badging on it. So and, uh,
0: yeah. So what what I found in details, Keith, um, for all of you folks out there that are interested in pricing, I did find some information here. Um The RAM, uh the current one, the 2021. There, I think they're listing that thing at fifty three five. Um, they're expecting that you're probably going to pay between sixty and seventy thousand dollars for the seventy fifth anniversary edition of this thing. So um, that's pretty pricey. You got you got that kind. Yeah, of, and yeah, again, you
1: know? you know, if they're going to pull that off, they're going to have to. It's going to have to be loaded with uh, not just tech on the inside, but all the high end components that you could potentially put on that truck. Yes uh in the in the in some sort of dealer configuration
0: absolutely and, man
1: you know may not be a bad marketing stunt jay i mean i would certainly you know promote this and talk about it share it on social media yeah go get go get you a line of those little fiat 500s <laughs> line them up right and then just crush them with this 75th anniversary power wagon You know, monster truck style. I would that'd make a great commercial,
0: wouldn't it? Well, I would if if they have a live event, man. I would chomp at the bit to get my hands on some tickets to go see that live. I would stand in line for that. Yeah, take out a good Fiat, you know?
1: Right. You know, I'm not just yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the best uses of that. Anyway, all right. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop picking on Fiat. So, speaking of builds and configurations, we're gonna get into my bronco order and i'm going to show everybody uh some of the options and how ford has laid this out on their website and how you can do it there's a little bit of some trickiness to it it's not as straightforward that i could figure out as you would think and i'm a pretty technical guy so just a heads up on that yeah but first
0: but but first first. (laughs) okay now if if do you want to do you want to do this or do you want me to lead this one in? Lead it in, man. I, you got right, to, man. you're the one that I knew nothing about this until you said it and I watched it yesterday and I, I encourage everybody. You have to see this. And I will t- I will tell you what I what it brought me back to. There okay, it is. so
1: so there is a as far as I know. Now I don't know if Ford's behind this or not, but as far as I know it's independent from Ford.
0: And oh, oh it's independent been, from Ford, yeah, but <laughs> just, just okay. watch the movie.
1: So there is a documentary out. It's on Hulu. Um it came out in the middle of October. Mm-hmm. And Walter Goggins, the actor, plays the part of John Bronco. Okay? Right. right. Now John Bronco was that that's sort of uh the nickname that uh pop culture has given to the actor that used to be in all the Ford Bronco commercials that's right. in the sixties. Now okay? he
0: never he never did uh he was he was he was kind of like the Marlboro man if you will, you know? Wore
1: the cowboy hat, in, had the mustache.
0: Exactly. I I kind he's in the category of the Sam Elliott's man. You know? Yeah, that's what that's I, what they were going for. That's what right? they're going for. That's L- right. Look
1: kind of a rough cowboy type. Because yep. you gotta remember when the original Bronco was was released I mean, look at the name. I mean, they were going for that sort of outdoor cowboy crowd. So right. So there's a documentary on the life of John Bronco. Now, Jay, now you have seen this. I have not.
0: I did. Um, um,
1: I, the cast in it is awesome.
0: Oh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, some of the cameos you have in this thing, man, cameos and cast. Um, let's just go down that list real quick. So Dennis Quaid is the narrator. He does a great job with it, and I love Dennis Quaid, period. Anyway, he's a great actor, but his, he's got that vocal. And we've talked about this with our actor friend, Marlon Young, who could also be a great narrator, I think. But it takes a special talent to be that. That's why, you know, uh, is it Peter Coyote? Peter Coyote is uh,
1: yeah, or co- 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 yeah Coyote yeah, yeah Coyote Coyote whatever yeah, you, however yeah.
0: however you want to pronounce it anyway but Dennis Quaid is a narrator in this so it's it's really good but like you said Walter Goggins is the actor who uh, portrays John Bronco in, in in the film and then um, Tim Meadows of uh, SNL Saturday Night Live yeah. uh, he plays uh, Donovan Piggott who is a uh, he was he's like an assistant to John Bronco through this whole thing um, Tim Baltz who is like a historian. Um, he he's known as Daniel Stacks in the in the film. Uh, he's a historian, kind of taking you through uh, some of the stuff and research that he found. He's still on the hunt for this guy um, because you'll find in the film that 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 John Bronco just kind of because of all the fame, he's just so famous. Uh, and I'm not going to give the whole story away, but um, something you know happens there. Uh, in, in, you know through his career. Uh, as John Bronco and a spokesperson for the for the Bronco line, and um, it was it's pretty uh, pretty upsetting to him. But um, there's some interesting characters in here. Bo Derrick is in this thing. Um, Kareem Kareem, Kareem Abdul Jabbar um, and BB Parker. Um, <laughs> she's. Uh, I'll just leave this there. She's uh, she's cast as the wife uh, in, in this, and and uh, which has some interesting twists and turns throughout. It's only a 34-minute movie or 39-minute movie, but it's worth every second, trust me. Now, Keith, did you ever watch, like, I don't know, like Dynasty or, or Dallas? I saw them.
1: yeah, they were on, yeah. yeah. I mean, they would be on in the house. You yeah,
0: know? yeah, so right, right. So if any of you guys out there are of that, um generation where you know you couldn't wait to watch Dallas or or uh uh you know those those types of what do you call it? late night um soap operas shows yeah. in dynasty whatever yeah. but um well that's the and, feel and the primi- I got it's from a from
1: mockumentary it. it's and a and the mockumentary. premise is something happened to him as you said right and he just disappeared. Yes. Like he just disappeared from from being sort of huge in pop culture and, you know, the late 60s, early 70s to just gone. Where did he go? Right. right. And, uh, yeah. So I, I can't, I cannot wait to
0: yeah. personally. Yeah so, yeah. so, so I mean, if you're like, a, if you're a person that enjoys like Reno 911 or um, oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Portlandia, um, you know, shows like that. I mean, this is, this is like textbook straight out of an SNL. You know, skit. Perfect. Uh, You know, it's fantastic, and there's nothing boring about it. Um, There's a lot of twists and turns in it. Um, There's a lot of Ford Bronco footage in it. Some vintage Ford Bronco footage in it. So it's definitely worth the eye candy there as well. So, um, all right, get off your butt and go go get this thing and download it and go watch it, man. Yeah, noted. Get out there. So
1: now, last but not least, on the Broncos. Topic right. Um, on this show, a few months back, we reserved a Ford Bronco, and you can you can go find that on YouTube if you if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, I believe that you you are still able to do that if Mm -hmm. you have an interest. Okay, Um, if you are thinking about buying a Bronco at all, I would encourage you to go do that because there is going to be a line. In the most recent numbers we've seen, say uh, Ford's talking, they may not be able to fill some of these orders that that you reserve now until the 2022. This seems year. to
0: be a, a reoccurring theme here with the. So uh, don't just think you're going to yeah.
1: show up to a dealership in a year and and you know walk away or drive away in a Bronco. You if you're if you're interested, you should put in your reservation now. It was a hundred dollars, I believe that hundred dollars is refundable. So you know, for what it's worth. Now that's not what we're going to do here today. What we're going to do here today is follow up on that reservation and look at some of the customization options that we did not have access to at the time of our early reservation. Right, 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 right. right.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. It gets a little deeper into the rabbit hole and trust me guys, I will call it that because (laughs) there are some neat uh, features that these, these uh, Broncos have to offer. And I mean, you could, it's, it's, if, if there was ever a an analogy given that's i mean this is the most appropriate i mean truly you're like a kid in a candy store when it comes to going and configuring this thing man so
1: it yeah and i felt a little bit of that in in just looking through what i was going to be able to do now before before i sort of pull up my screen here mm -hmm. did you get approval uh, by the way uh, we had a family conversation a last night. Cl- did you
0: get clearance? You get, get, get,
1: I am um, not uh, willing to discuss any recorded or documented <laughs> facts uh, for the purposes of being able to plead the fifth later. Right. Uh, and I'm, you're breaking up on me, Jay. Sorry. I'm oh, dropping through yeah, a yeah, tunnel yeah, yeah. here. I think I'm losing it. <laughs> <you. laughs> All right. So so I got a couple emails from Ford as a result, I think, of this interest in the Bronco at least and they're contacting them, you at least they're contacting yeah, that's you that's yeah. true and and one of them had my reservation number in it and it kind of laid out the expectations and i might just read um, yeah a couple details from that get
0: our yeah get our um, audience familiar with the process and you know so th-
1: this is the key, one of the key points here that i think you're going to need to know is that ford said in my in my email hey the build and price configurator on ford.com will be open in mid-october okay and it looks like it is and we're going to take you through that here in a minute so you will soon be able to configure your dream bronco we encourage you to explore the various series options and colors to get your build just right this will be an important tool as you prepare for placing your formal order okay then next paragraph they say december through january your dealer is going to reach out to you and it's the dealer that you uh choose during your pre-order or your order, I guess, Mm -hmm. or your reservation. Mm -hmm. And they're going to set up a consultation with you to place your order for production. Now, the thing that I have discovered here is that those two pieces don't seem to be connected. Meaning, you can go on Ford.com and you can build a Bronco, and you can have a conversation with your dealer about your reservation number, but you can't take your reservation number that you did on Ford.com and further spec it out with details at least, not that I've been able to find. Yeah, that's okay? interesting. And if you guys disagree with me or somebody has a way to do that, let us hear about it in the comments. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. But I'm, I'm just. We're gonna show it you. It can here only be two things.
0: It can only be two things. It's either a yep. glitch in their system or it's intentional. And yep. based on some of the things that that you've read and how Ford is doing this, I kind of almost think it's it's kind of diverting diverting your attention away from that to to make you go in and, and do some different yeah. things. So let's try that and I be, and they are still there's they still have their feelers in, in in the water because I bet you by the time that you have that consultation with your dealership, they're going to say, "Yeah, well we know that you, you you wanted that, but we didn't get a whole heck of a lot of response from it, so they pulled that. I bet you that they're just yeah. they're trying to feel how much what do we need to prepare for here? And they're not going to build an assembly line that includes going down this line to add this particular feature if only two people out of the tens of thousands wanted it. That it, it makes no, from a production that's, standpoint, yeah. from a production standpoint, that's what everybody needs to understand is that while you want to personalize it, if you're a little bit too personal with it, um, they may they may not go that route, but down the road with accessories and like Hennessy and those guys with the accessories, you might be able to add those things. Anyway, sorry. Right. Yeah, that no, that's, that's a good point. And I will tell you that, and I'm probably not going to share
1: this part of my screen because it's got a lot of personal information on it. But, sure. you know, it's got my reservation day, which was uh, August the 3rd. It's got mm-hmm. my reservation number, the dealer that I chose, the base ML- MSRP. Uh, it's got that it's a Badland 7-speed manual transmission, advanced 4 by 4 with automatic on-demand engagement. That's it. That's all it shows. There are no key features assigned with it. It's got my name and email address and phone number and all that. Um, but then there is no option to move that over to step two. It's still locked right now. That's interesting, man. Which is, yeah, and here, I'll, well, I I can't, it's got my reservation number on there. But there, step two is place the order. And it's not, it's not there yet. So, um, now, if, and I will share this, if we go to Ford.com, and let me just, uh, let me just get let me let me just reset this here okay and then i'm going to hit share and we're going to show the whole world uh what keith sees uh hopefully here there you go jay can you see that i do i see that very nice so this is what this is not looking at my reservation um this is just this is just me putting in my zip code and basically okay now i can see the different bronco options there are seven okay right and the one that we were interested in that we did um on this podcast was the badlands right and what i can do now from scratch is just build that out so let's sh- should we just go with the badlands
0: let's option? just go with the badlands option that's what you guys chose so go for it now were you guys yep. going to go two to Will they, they even four let door? us do a first edition now they're sold out right i think so yeah reservations are full it says it right there yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. So yeah, wah, wah.
0: okay. Yeah, can't do it. So all right. So
1: Badlands, so we're going four door. Okay. Yep. Now this is kind of interesting here. So so uh here are the four, eight, nine, ten, eleven different colors. Um Area fifty one is currently highlighted. Um and then they've got, you know, carbonized gray. They've got all the options. Now again, these are not things that I have the option to play around with under my reservation okay I'm just I'm just on Ford's website why the two are not linked and I can't save that I don't know it's a little weird to me unless they want me to make contact with the dealer again it's it's still going on I'm not going in the dealer I'll tell you that right right. and and it's
0: for me again I think it's either intentional or they've got a glitch I don't understand why they would do that otherwise but um, uh, other than forcing you back to the dealer to have that one on one conversation with those guys you know so right, so let's go so you guys want to go with or this, orange okay that's what you well, guys want eh. uh
1: nothing gets set in stone yet right because it's not linked to my reservation ah. so right mm-hmm. yep Yep. all right now on the wheels mm-hmm. okay now this is a badlands edition uh here you want to see you want the doors let's take the roof off yeah all right and then let's take the doors off take let's off. just play around with that a little go. bit yeah there, there you, you go. go all right now, wheels. Yeah. Uh we've got the carbonized gray painted aluminum wheels. These are 17s. Yep, and that's or included. Yeah. Okay. Or we can go Now, this is where if you go with the black yep. high gloss, which I'm not a fan of on an off-road vehicle. Right. Um you have to go Sasquatch package and you have to go automatic transmission. And that's not and up that's,
0: your, that's not your game, right?
1: That's not my game. Right. I can go with the uh, black high gloss painted yep. wheels but they're not uh, they're not beadlock it doesn't oh actually it does look like they have beadlocks on them
0: yeah it's a it's a direct fit and it's just a wheel upgrade it's not a they're not forcing you to upgrade the package
1: right but see these this middle option has beadlock uh wheels uh, this option on the right Shows beadlock in the picture, yeah, it does, but it doesn't mention it. All right, well, we're gonna go with that. I like those, okay? So, we're gonna go with that now. Tires, uh, right now it's got the 285 70 R17s on it. What's those? The all terrain tires, these are the
0: 35 inches of the bigger ones, right? Over the right,
1: I think so. And then the mud tires, I I think that's a bit much for you know, for a multi purpose um
0: oh so would it so 17s 285 17s you got a three okay so so the big question there is
1: do i want mud tires or not right do i want the hybrid tires or the mud tires i for me and i kind of think i'd go with the all-terrains i've got all-terrains on my uh fj and i like them right so i think we're gonna leave it with that all right now now this is interesting on the hard top You can go, here, let's put the roof back on so you can see this, okay? Um, You can go, the molded in color hardtop, which is black in this case, or they have a sound deadening uh, headliner that you can add. Interesting. Which, on any ragtop convertible, I'm a big fan of that because it does make for, it's a pretty loud ride to have a, even if it's a
0: hardtop, it's still noisier than... Well, and, and to get into that point, is that when uh you know several years ago when we were looking to buy a vehicle we thought about a convertible yeah but with the top up it was it was like it was like a can and so that's why we chose well well, we chose a hard highway right we chose a hard top with panoramic roof and sunroof and everything so yeah much quieter and so this is a great feature for those of you um i like that understand that absolutely man it makes a bunch of sense and it can also, you know, from a noise, uh, you know, a deadening, uh, you know, headliner. But it also can provide you with a little bit more insulation from a, from a cold day or something as well, or cold yeah. night. So just keep yeah. that in mind. That's an advantage. So, so
1: um, I'm going to go with a sound deadening boom, and we're going to add yeah, that. Yeah, All yeah. right. Now it tells me that um, I have to also add the molded in color. Hard top with it, which is the item right above it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say yes. So it okay. combines those two right there. Right. Okay. okay. And you can see now it's switched from a soft top to that actual hard top on the. Uh, That's right. On the top of it. Yep. All right. Uh, I do like the roof rails. I actually use those. I use them on my FJ. So I'm going to add that. Hey, you know what's All funny?
0: Right. I'm going to say this to you. You know the the, rele- the recent release of the um, uh, reveal of the Hummer, the new Hummer EV. The, did you notice the roof action that they got going on with the hard top? How yeah. How it pulls out? It's kind of like yeah. a lot like the Ford Bronco, isn't it?
1: Yeah, that's odd, huh? Yeah. That's, what mm. a coincidence. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, paint protection film, I am personally not a fan of because if you don't treat it right, it actually shows scratches worse than your actual paint. Agreed. The brush guard, uh, at, you're better to go for aftermarket, in my opinion, on something like that. I mean, it's just a ring. It, it looks okay. Um, here, I'll show it to you. There it is. It's not, yeah. eh? It, you know, I, I eh.
0: agree with that. Yeah, don't 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 go there. And I can tell wheel you, man. Wheel
1: locks, um, mm, yeah, eh, eh. really? Why? Um, it just it's just another way for the guys rotating my tires to screw up my, you know. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. Why have them? I mean, if people yeah. want your wheels and tires, trust me, that those wheel locks they're not really gonna keep you.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. They're not. It's yeah. just a.
0: Uh, and, and it, it, again, it's Jimmy changing tires. You know, he's probably yeah. going to have a hard time. He won't have the right hey,
1: fit. You steal those wheels mm-hmm. off that Bronco, that's an insurance claim. Um, mm-hmm. That's several thousand dollars easily, right? And you're oh. probably going to have to replace all four tires because you can't. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you've got any tread wear on them at all, they're going to have to be, you know, similar in tread exactly. wear. So that's just that, yeah, I'm not going to, Okay. Engine block heater, not for me. Uh, remote start, I know for a fact that it's not going to let me do that with the manual trans, so we're going to skip that. Can I say something about Keep, the
0: engine block heater? Yeah, go ahead. Guys, what, what's the price on that engine block heater? It's $100? Bucks. Bucks. That's actually not a bad price for a for a um, Ford engine block heater. It might have something on it that says Ford. I don't know. But honestly, there's a lot of aftermarket engine block heaters out there that you can go buy down at your local parts store. And if you live in the northern tier stage, Canada, those areas like that, yeah, you'd want one. But for, yeah, for, for you, Keith, don't. Yeah. you don't need it.
1: Uh, keyless entry keypad, no. Uh, those are, as far as I know, they're just stick-on anyway.
0: Why would you? Uh, the headlamp LEDs. Why do you need uh, that on that? Why, do you even, why would anybody even need that on know, there?
1: I don't know. I mean, with removable doors, and I, I don't know. It makes no you, sense. That's stupid. Yeah, you forgot your keys or Whatever, whatever. whatever uh interior color now i do think i i do have a little bit of an interest in um going with the the leather trimmed vinyl seats mm-hmm. and if i do that it makes me get rid of the mid oh uh, to get rid of the standard package and go to mid package
0: i think it's worth so, it from a durability a from a durability yeah. standpoint getting in and out of that vehicle you're yeah, are really appreciate having that now, leather it's trim. it's still
1: vinyl marine grade but they're just adding a leather trim to right. them
0: and probably um, in key positions on the seat so that the upholstery is is stays in decent shape
1: right 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 and so let me just uh yeah so yeah let's go back to the yeah okay um floor liners front and rear yeah sure and an off-road vehicle i'll throw that in there so now, the
0: items that are already checked in the interior options that you didn't check that's just part of the package that's that part of have. that package that's gotcha. right okay so watch okay. it let's talk about that let's talk about what do you got dual zone electronic automatic dual climate control, control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that
1: comes comes with
0: that package yeah. the auxiliary
1: lights and the overhead console with map mm-hmm. lights so that's all your like zombie light switches and stuff they're going to yep. put up at the top for you yep. that comes with it floor liners come with it or no no no. i, no, I just you, added, you added those, those. yep now, it, this is interesting, and I, I looked at this earlier. The storage bags that you get for these, they've got two different versions. The one that it comes with are for the front row top panels, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's the front doors. Right. You can switch to a storage bag that includes the front row top panels and the door. Ooh. I I'm For an extra to, 350 yep, bucks. Yep.
0: I think that's going to be worth it, man.
1: And that means you get you can you know you've got a place to put your doors uh, yeah. when you take them off.
0: I think that's a uh, handy um, handy feature, man. Handy. So I'm going to swap
1: those out. Heated steering wheel. Uh, hmm. What happens if I try to add that? It doesn't show a it doesn't show a, a fee. Let's see here. Um.
0: Ooh, you got to go it to the lux a lux package, lux package for that's another
1: thirty five hundred ninety
0: bucks. Let's okay. let's see what you get with it. Okay, so you get adaptive, adaptive cruise. cruise control,
1: 12-inch yep. LCD panel, power outlet in the back side center floor. I would have added all of those things anyway. There you go. Contactless charging induction wireless phone charging and a 360-degree camera. Those are all things that were not checked until I added the lux package. All right. Perfect. Yep. Radio type. Okay. Uh, oh, it just put it just immediately moved me up to the top-end Bang & Olufsen sound system. Uh, Ten speakers. So God, they're still uh, around, banging Olson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They,
0: so yeah, they're yeah. Well, then maybe that's why because I'm I'm not driving Porsches or anything like yeah, that. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean they have Ferraris. Yeah, you, you
1: know, yeah. uh, or you have a listening room and you in your home, right? <laughs> um, so the base model radio sync for enhanced voice recognition and LCD capacitive touchscreen with swipe. Then up from there, it looks like you get navigation. Then up from there, you get connected build-in navigation. Um, okay. And then powertrain. Okay. Ooh, here we go. So wow. right now, it's got the 2.3 liter EcoBoost. I want the 2.7. That's another $1,895.
0: Worth it. Worth it. Kay. Trust me, it's worth every dime. Oh.
1: You got to I have to remove the hard top? And the roof rails and crossbars? I have to remove a hard top to get a 2.7 liter EcoBoost engine?
0: Yeah, see this?
1: What the frick, man? Are you kidding me?
0: Look at the transmission.
1: And it has to be automatic. Yep. What? Please explain to me, Jay, the logic of making me remove a hard top to put a different engine in this thing.
0: Because it's a package. They're looking at it, it, it. I'm telling you, man. There's a lot, lot more to this than than, than people realize. What do we say? They're, they're basically these. This is live polling. This is live. They're getting the interest, and they're going to throw in things that you don't necessarily need, or not allow you to have things that you really want, and force you in another direction. And I me from a logic standpoint i don't understand why you could not upgrade to a two point they're using existing platforms i get that but this is a bronco and they should have thought that one out in my opinion
1: okay so and i mean this i mean this if i can't get a hard top unless it's like i have to order it later maybe yeah yeah with if i can't get that 7... Uh, i'm sorry if i can't get the larger engine the 2.7 is it mhm with a manual trans and a hard top right i don't know that i
0: i i, <sighs> I don't know really? man it just sucks i mean i know the 23 eco boom um has <laughs> been a good one for them yeah that 2.7 is as well but um I mean what is wow. there is there any ratings on that let me see if I can find some ratings on um on what what that what that let's see 2.3 All right so I went back while you're doing that I went
1: yeah. back and switched it back to the 2.3 I went back and put my hard top and my roof rails on cuz Ford you ain't going to tell me what to do <laughs> and um, now we're going to I'm going to continue down this line while you're doing your research um, the the rear axle the differential ratios here are my choices i can go with a 4.46 but if i want the rear locking diff i've got to go with a 4.7 and i'm actually okay on an off-road vehicle with going with that bigger differential yeah just just kind of like a no-brainer as far as
0: i'm concerned you're not um it's it's not a race man right not yet anyway yeah, well, yeah,
1: that's the uh, wild, wild track. If I want that, right? I mean, that's yeah. you know,
0: that's right. Well, that didn't help me here. I'm trying to. Trying to find So
1: this. now, if I want to, I can add a towing package. Uh, it looks like it does come with the Ford Copilot 360. Um, I can add the tow package. That's gonna hopefully give me a receiver for my hitch and electrical connection for my trailer. All right. And let mm-hmm. me add that. Now, can I add Sasquatch? It's going to make me take a whole bunch of stuff off if I do that. Here we and go. And I
0: bet you you have to have the
1: 2.7. So you got to change the mud tires. Yep. Got to remove the roof rails. That's right. Can't get roof rails with the Sasquatch because, I don't know, that's just ridiculous. Um, Can't do the seven-speed manual trans. And... You have to do the black painted high-gloss wheels with uh, beadlock. Interesting.
0: Wow, so wow, no wow. to that.
1: But uh, running boards, step bars, and rock rails. Uh, I think the aftermarket might have some nicer options for me. So as, as built... Um, we are looking at about $57,615. Almost 60 grand for that thing.
0: Whoa! A little bit too much for my, uh, my taste buds, my friend. That's Um, probably more than a Nissan Z. Wow. There is a significant increase in horsepower, by the way. Obviously, I mean, you're going from a four cylinder to a v6 yeah on that um you know maybe maybe yeah i mean do you really want that thing in a four i mean wonder how much the vehicle weight is reduced by having the two three over the two seven with a manual versus a automatic i mean i don't know i'm just trying to think logic here with that why why they wouldn't give you that option i mean Right, and again, you you got to. There's so many different little things going on here with this whole configurator um, that's forcing you into certain things. That I do believe that again, this is like I said, like a a, 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 like a live um, poll that they're they're taking (laughs) just to see where they can go with this thing. And again, they when you when you add specific from a production standpoint, you have to forecast that. And with a new vehicle like this. Um. What what was it like? We've been talking about this thing for like a year and a half now, so the build up to earlier in the year when they said, "Okay, now you can reserve." I, I would. What I would like to know is what the percentages of each uh, version of this. Obviously, the the um, what's the main that the top end one, Keith. Well, the wild track gone? is
1: where they've. Oh, that was the. Um, that was the. Um oof. here it's gone let's go back.
0: The first edition. Yeah, the first edition is completely gone. What's in that? And one? then
1: Wild Track was their, you know, desert speed demon, and the Badlands is the next highest one from that. Yeah. And the thing that I don't that I'm not okay with mm-hmm. is I'm not gonna buy a fifty thousand dollar plus off road vehicle with a four banger in it. Right. Not yeah. So Ford, you take your surveys, you take your research data, you take all that, and you shove it right up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am not buying a fifty-five, sixty-thousand-dollar vehicle made for off-road. I don't care how great that two-point-three-liter EcoBoost yeah. is. Not not going to happen. If you
0: go to the Bronco not Six, not my driveway. You go to the Bronco Six G forum, and everybody on there is is bitching the same about the same thing. So. Um, it's a it's a big uh, deal. Um,
1: uh, he, what were they thinking mm-hmm. Now now we're starting to see because we have other departments involved that aren't the marketing department mm-hmm. we're starting to see cohesion or the lack thereof in in some of these other organizations right that mm-hmm. it, within
0: Ford mm-hmm. that maybe didn't quite think this through all the way right maybe. Maybe, and again, everything, you have classes of vehicle weight and those sorts of things. Maybe they were certain, you know, um, the National Highway tra- you know, Traffic and Safety Board or whatever it is, uh, maybe they have their hand in this. Obviously, they do because each manufacturer has to meet the requirements for but the road. But you can't tell me that
1: Ford mm-hmm. cannot
0: figure that out.
1: Uh, Ford. They, they can figure it out, yeah. I mean, you got Jeeps with, you know, a pickup truck bed in the back. Well, you've got... And they're talking about putting V8s in them.
0: Uh, you've got uh, what is it, Grand Cherokees, man, that have those uh, SRT8 packages on them, Hellcats. You know, people are just they're yeah, dragging these things. I mean, so there's something to this. If, if I guess if if Dodge can get away with building, you know, rockets on the road, um, so could Ford. But you know, we know why you would want that that V6 in there. I mean, for obvious reasons, you want you want to have some good torque and power to be able to move about the countryside man and
1: well let's just say for you know the sake of argument i get that tow package mm-hmm. and i want to pull a couple dirt bikes to a you know woods ride yeah. Or, you know, I'm really in a four cylinder, not well, looking forward to that.
0: That's been their go to argument too. I think is that you know that's one of the reasons why they didn't put a V8 in it is because that people are just not going to be towing stuff with it. That's what they're thinking. Their mindset there is, I mean, we we know they're not. I mean, I wouldn't buy one to pull a camper or, or you know or anything like that with it. But people who who go off roading, yeah, they they have they have you know bikes, man, motorcycles, and so
1: you got or how about a little teardrop camper?
0: Sure. Yeah. Or, you know, lightweight, a some lightweight, yeah.
1: kayak trailer mm-hmm. or, you yeah. know, whatever. You know, right. that's 1,500 pounds. I mean, uh, all right. Well, that's kind of soured me on this whole thing, and I, I wanted to love this, you know. You guys heard it here first. Keith is out. He's done. Well, for now, and until Ford gets their, you know, their well uh, together, and uh, then, you know.
0: Again, you're going to have to. Now that's two things I've got to bleep out on this well hey look here's the thing they're forcing you to talk to that dealer if this is what i've gathered from the beginning of this conversation that the fact that you can't use your reservation to go deeper than what you already have you have to go in and through the configurator and start all over they've got the glitch there now you're digging deep into it and there's options on there that you're scratching your head as to why they they're not allowing you to have said options why they would force you to go back to get rid of the um, hard top insulator and all, all that stuff just makes no sense. I, I don't get it. Especially, I mean, why? How is that going to have any effect on that vehicle? You know what I mean? You go to a V6 and you got to remove that. What's 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 that all about? I don't get it. Anyway, um, all right, well, Jay. hey, good luck in, to... uh, good luck in January, pal.
1: Yeah, right. I need to. Uh, we need to go out on a something a little humorous you got you got a you got a you got a funny news story right live
0: yes i do actually i do i've got a couple of funny news stories man but i got this one um yeah can i can i do it yeah finger looking good finger looking good
1: (laughs) oh you're gonna do that one i'll do
0: that one and then i'll do the other one too okay all right this one i thought was I mean, just absolutely hilarious. Um, (laughs) So for those of you who can't get enough of that uh, KFC uh, finger-licking good uh, chicken that's available to you out there, KFC's 11 Herbs and Spices Firelog, it's sold out in a matter of hours in the past two years. So apparently it's a big hit. I don't know. I mean, you throw this fire log. It's a Yule log, basically, um, that smells like fried chicken. Smells like KFC's famous fried chicken. It says the fragrant logs in the fireplace may be a cold-weather staple, uh, but for the past two years, one log has taken that concept uh, in a peculiar and peckish direction. There are few smells as intoxicating as fried chicken. And when KFC launched a seasonal fire log scented with its 11 herbs and spices back in 2018, it was so intriguing, it sold out in less than three hours. And in 2019, it sold out within a matter of hours as well. So guess what? They ain't selling a lot of fried chicken because of the COVID, so they're going to sell these Yule logs. I hope they made enough. I hope they did too. But I wanted to bring that up and let you guys know that you can buy that on Amazon. So we'll. Um,
1: uh, I wonder. I wonder if, uh, where where you might find perhaps a link to said
0: yule log. Okay. Exactly. You can find that link on partscountergurus. If you look in the upper right hand corner, um, you can you can shop there for it manually just type in kfc but but log in through our website or just link the link podcast. yeah you can go right okay. to the link on the mention on the podcast uh we have a tab up there to hit that too so so those of you who are uh jonesing for uh, uh you know a fried chicken breast or chicken leg i'm a i'm a are you a dark meat guy or a white meat guy Ooh, uh literally kind of depends on the day yeah i'm it doesn't matter to me i i if there's chicken breasts Around, um, I, I'll I'll eat those along with the, the <laughs> along along with the wings and the, uh, the the drumsticks. Man, I love the leg. I love the leg. I mean, we're gonna you
1: know breast thighs. I, I no, just felt, baby, you
0: know. <laughs> I love the way you, you massage yeah. your your chicken thighs.
1: So um, yeah, if you want your your home to be filled with the scent that Prince William, also known as his royal thiness. Did you see yeah. that can't resist. Yes, uh, don't wait. Uh, this item has been sold out very quickly in previous years. Yeah, right. so just hit us at partscounterguru dot com. Look for the mention on the podcast tab at the top, and you'll find uh, you'll find a link to these uh, KFC yule logs. So in the all right in,
0: now <laughs> in the theme of food, you want to take this one? Do you have the article? No, nah, you go ahead, man. You you found these, you <laughs> run with it. You know, all I got to say is this, guys. COVID really has people just, I mean, every day I am just not surprised anymore just because it's COVID and people have nothing else to do. So they're just coming up with this, this stuff, man. So, (laughs) uh, okay. So there's this guy, um, who built a jet powered cheese wedge. (laughs) And, uh, Yes, it's from Wisconsin, guys. Go figure, so, right? So we got a cheese you know, head making a, cheese, a jet pack cheese wedge.
1: I, you know, this is where I got to say, you know, only, only in Wisconsin, because, you know, if I have a jet turbine sitting around and I'm thinking, ooh, Batmobile, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> right? There, There's just... But only a guy from Wisconsin by the name of Dieter Sturm <laughs> right. uh, goes, you know... Uh, actually, he probably said, you know, uh, <laughs> I did. got to see. I, oh, I got a, I uh, got a, I uh, got a jet turbine here, eh? And uh, oh, I could uh, make me a little cheesenator and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We could do the parades and everything.
0: And you know, yeah. there is a, uh, there's a YouTube video of this thing out there. Keith, we might be able to put a clip up as well. But if you guys yeah. just go out and search on um, uh, YouTube for the Cheesinator, uh, the world's first jet powered cheese wedge. Um, cheese,
1: C H E E S E dash N dash A T O R, A yeah. Cheese in A yep.
0: So the controls for the jet engine are just as cheesy as the rest of the vehicle. He says, and I watched it. He's got the you know the, the toggle switches, uh, the fondue, yeah. the fondue switch. If you get it in the fondue position, it fires up the afterburner, which would easily melt some cheese in no time. Yeah. Smoked cheese position on the toggle. Uh, what else? It's a it's a smoker. If you like smoked cheese, right? The cheese itself is just a body that fits over what appears to be a modified cart frame that has a high-mounted jet engine. Sturm says that there is also a micro monster truck body if you'd rather swap it out for you know, if you want to do that instead of a cheese wedge. But
1: yeah, yeah, you because know, neither one of those is going to get you killed. Right. <laughs> in a tiny vehicle with like what appears to be no roll cage.
0: So just to just to give you guys an idea, he goes the. Uh, According to Sturm's test of the Cheesinator on YouTube, he goes, the jet engine idles at 40,000 RPM. So, Interesting. Interesting, man. Um, so we well, you from- know,
1: when you can't go to Packers games, I guess you got to do something with your
0: time, right? <laughs> right, right, yeah. I guess uh, Cheesinator, Wizinator. Is there a Wizinator? There's a Wizinator
1: too, isn't there? Well, there will be after they watch this show. Once again, we've, you know,
0: stirred the <laughs> pot. So what else we yeah. got, man? You got anything else you want to share today? Or are we uh
1: Man, I think I'm I think that's it for for the show today. I feel like we've uh rounded the bases and and kinda kinda slid across the plate.
0: <laughs> it's great. I think it was a home run. I think it was a home run. That's yeah. myself, myself. So thank you everybody for listening. Um we really appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Uh please subscribe to our podcast on all the available platforms over on parchcounty dot com. Um and again, anything we mention on this podcast, go to the mention on the podcast tab. And if we don't mention anything on the podcast and you just kinda want to go shopping on Amazon, go to our website, click the icon, we get a little love from that. Um keep nobody it's anonymous in it. Nobody can't see anything, can they? Completely anonymous. All right. Awesome. So
1: does help us out. Doesn't cost you any more.
0: No more. No more. It's free. It's a free it's a free portal, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Free door. Yeah. Support the show. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you guys.
1: Yes. All right, everybody. That is the show for today. Uh, like Jay said, we appreciate it so much. Until next time, for my partner Jay over there. I am Keith. And maybe I'll leave you with this. <laughs> you Ford. Stop trying to make me put a four cylinder in my Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> serious man come on who, it's stupid who is smoking dope at that
0: i don't in get that it, man. organization oh I, I
1: hear the board meeting now let's let's just put a four-cylinder in there to save some money you know All we, right. <laughs> we've got
0: you know we've got this brand new 7.3 liter push rod motor
1: uh, they'll never know yeah
0: yeah <laughs> oh geez man uh, okay i feel better now i do
1: too <laughs>